2: That guy, I was trained like, guy. They approached no, me. You were you were bird guy? Oh yeah, I was bird. Is guy. what I'm saying. And like there were probably people who were like, "Hey man, what kind of bird is this?" And like that guy would be like, "Hang on, I got a guy." <laughs> you were the guy. I was you the guy. The guy that, was yeah, a bird guy. you're a bird guy. I mean, you still are. Like if I ever saw a bird, and I was like, I want to know what kind of bird. I don't ever have that question, because I immediately can identify any bird. I look at them and say, "This bird," and we're done. Like I don't, I don't know about these whole like sections and lines of demarcation that you need in different. Bir- <laughs> they're all bird. It, it, it has feather. It fly. A bird. Oh my god! Unless I, it, untrue, unless untrue, unless not all penguin, bird feather um, have fly. <laughs> yeah, Tim. Okay, uh, I mean, I'm uh, uh, sure, sure, but I can have note met those. ostrich, Tim. I have, emu and and emu, and the uh, penguin. Yes, I know all of these. These are these are the the exceptions that I know as the difference ones. Otherwise, they're all the same. It's 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 just one bird, man. One bird with a bunch of different faces.
1: <laughs> one bird, many faces.
0: <benefixes.
2: laughs> I think Alex literally got mad at me when I said that. Like you could see rage on her face.
0: What did what Matt did do Matt?
1: to you? Um, one time, he, I don't. He was talking to me. He was like, "Yeah, I saw this bird today," and I was like, "What kind of bird was it?" And he's like, "I don't know," and, and I was like, "Well, what color was it? Brown?" And that's all I could fucking get out of here. It's <laughs> like I can't help you identify this fucking bird. What did it look like? Brown.
2: You know why? Because he already identified it. This bird.
1: <sighs> I mean, I, I guess. Like technically,
2: <laughs> yeah. yes, it's, it's bird. <laughs> You're not wrong, and I hate it, but. (laughs) It's like, I don't know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. I also don't need to know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile.
0: Um, yeah, you do.
2: If I see one, I'm going to be like, that's an alligator, and I need to stay away from it. And you know what? If it's a crocodile, it's still going to be an alligator, and I still need to stay away from it. (laughs) scary big lizard yeah, they, yeah. i just they are like lizards, a, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like the yeah yeah i don't they're think they're alex is going to be like no they're birds Rep- reptile
1: reptiles. not lizard that they're not lizards they're reptiles shit man
2: Uh, Damn it! you know what's funny is you said lizards and I thought reptiles, like I had reptiles. Oh yeah, sure, Tim. Jump on the bandwagon
0: now. (laughs) Now that we've said the reptiles, Tim knows the difference, but every bird is bird to him.
2: Every bird is bird. Every lizard is reptile. Every reptile is lizard. That's what we call
0: reptile dysfunction.
2: (laughs) God damn it. There's there's lizard legs and there's lizard no legs.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What happened when no-leg lizard get little, little leg?
2: Uh, the stephole.
0: <laughs> no. That's not lizard. There's, there's frogging
2: Frogs. There's no reason to separate frogs from lizards. Like, let's be honest. There's, there's no reason. There's, there's
0: so many. There's so many.
2: Tim? They're just, they're Tim? green. <laughs> they're green.
0: They're, n- they're green. F- Fucking what? Fucking what? Fucking <laughs> What? <laughs> What the Muppets have fucking ruined you, okay?
2: <laughs> it's not easy being green,
0: especially not in a kingdom filled with such wonderful, <laughs> colorful other frogs. And you are
2: I... good. I know what an amphibian is, Alex. Do you? Uh, sorta. <laughs> I know that a frog frog is amphibian. I don't know if there are any other ones. There's got to be more, or else they wouldn't have like a whole sect of them. A newt. Right?
3: A newt. <laughs>
2: Wait, hold on. Is a newt really an amphibian?
0: I believe so. Let's Google it. Let's. I was about together. to say I
2: would have. I would have put that in the whole lizard ass category. I think I it's am just... an <laughs> Is A
0: newt an amphibian.
2: It's a, it writes yep. with both. It's right and its left hand.
0: Frogs, toads, newts, salamanders are all amphibians. <laughs> uh,
2: are they really? Uh-huh. Oh no! Like okay, all bits <laughs> oh, aside. <no. laughs> yeah, I would have gotten that wrong. I would have I would have totally said they were reptile lizards. No. Not me.
1: Do the amphibians do like the <laughs> the mucusy thing, right? Yeah, they must don't.
0: they must be wet so that their skin yeah, they're can moist. stay good. So when you're not the amphibians, <laughs> then you may live in the desert and squirt blood out your eyes and shit. Oh yeah. There's
3: <laughs> something that does that. That's
2: there really. is I like I like being in the pool. Does that make me an amphibian?
0: Does your skin have to stay wet?
2: I mean, (sighs) if it dries out, they it's probably not great.
0: But can... (laughs) (laughs) No, Tim, you're not an amphibian, okay? (laughs) Let's just cut to the chase.
2: Alex is like, this bit's so ridiculous, I can't even do it anymore. I was like, I gotta put lotion on. I gotta put the lotion on the skin.
0: Every... Motherfucker invites me on a podcast. They're like, you know so many animal facts, Alex. I'd like to get on a <laughs> podcast with you. And not a single <laughs> one of them listens to me. They all nope, mock if me. We all
2: argue. Yep.
0: They all <laughs> argue with me. I'm like, want well, to know interesting facts about nictitating membranes and, like, the air fucking nostril configuration of peregrine falcons. And you know what? I say things. And you know what they say to me? They're like, wow, what a fun, what a fun word, a Nintendo amygdala. <laughs> and I have to sit there and take it.
2: <laughs> I do not. Don't sully my good name. I do not say a Nintendo amygdala.
0: What do you yes, say, do. Tim?
2: No, I absolutely started that. That, yep. Yeah. No, I do do that. And no, the I whole, like, owls sit with their legs crossed. Did you? I've it's seen it. It's a fucking... It's not true, Tim. <laughs> I've seen it. You think... With my human eyes. No. No. Scott was there. No. <laughs> I was there.
0: You, I saw you, it. Right? You saw it. That's it wasn't been. crossed.
2: <laughs> I need to see this picture. I need... I need to be the... That owl was doing it right the right the hell in front of us.
0: It was a barn owl. It was sitting down on what would be its, its fucking heels if it barn was a human owl. because its leg travels all the way up its body. So it's basically resting on its heels with its legs out there. And Tim's like, look, its legs are crossed. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's sitting with... The, the limbs together, and Tim's like, his legs are crossed. And then Scott, of course, was like, I'm on Tim's side because I don't fucking <laughs> like when Alex has a good time. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? I mean, it, it, like the, the heels kind of like stick out, and then it's like he's yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: Like, like, like when they're not something crossed, has crossed, Tim. <laughs> Nice. They kinda
1: of stick out a little bit.
2: Oh no. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find the let me find the cross-legged owl picture. Yeah. It's Please.
1: Cross-legged. Oh, look at
0: this baby. Look at it. With the
2: cr- cross legs. It's
0: not even slightly cross-legged. <laughs> it's not even it's a an little okay.
1: optical illusion.
2: You're an optical illusion, Casey. You see the,
0: the little the little parts that are sticking out?
2: The, the feet?
0: That's just toes. He's okay, so his talons
2: back like this.
0: <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in a fucking rage. <laughs> they Those look are like st- dog paws.
2: <laughs> hey, they, they do look like dog paws, though, don't they?
0: Only I because if he has little beans. No, because their talons are just pulled in. It's just mm-hmm. clenching his his toes.
2: Like you know what? You know what, Alex? We've had a lot of fun today.
0: I, I have feel it Like, m-
2: maybe we should start talking about Everworld. That's right. I rode my Segway in. That wasn't even a right, segue. Paul Blart.
0: <laughs> you fucking came in like Miley Goddamn Cyrus on a wrecking ball, <laughs>
1: like the Kool Aid Man.
2: I just have this image of Miley Cyrus coming in on a Segway now. I, I came in like, like a Segway. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, uh, I
0: thought this was a shrew for a very long time. A shrew? A shrew. I thought those were teeth. No. I would never. For for people that have read The Taming of the Shrew, yes.
2: (laughs) Which is not me.
0: Steph, who famously doesn't listen to this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure what this was. Um, It's
2: no yeah i mm -hmm. i wasn't right when i saw what it was
0: oh yeah i wasn't right and then i was like wait really okay
2: the face on the cover of the book is a dragon
0: (laughs) dragon not that you can tell
1: it's a very unflattering crop and um (laughs) it looks like a shrew you
2: can just see the the dragon that went for went for headshots (laughs) <laughs> and got this and was very disappointed and just said, "That's a very unflattering crop."
0: I'll take, it. I'll take ten. Oh my god! I'll take ten. <laughs> take ten of them. They're beautiful. I they give it to my
2: mom. <laughs> you know that dragons have a cloaca. Yeah. Damn it! Is that right?
1: Yeah. Because yeah. they egg- fuck.
2: I fucked up the bit. eggies I know. Damn it! I should have picked something. I was trying to go for something that they don't have. Dicks. So that it would just spark you off more (laughs) right. (laughs) Dragon dicks.
0: Oh boy. Um, You said the um like you were going to save us. (laughs) I I know. I'm trying.
1: There's a dragon in this book. (laughs) And he's kind of a dick, I guess.
2: (laughs) There you go. There's your segue.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of dragon dicks. Speaking
1: of dragon dicks. This guy's a real dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did we how how book like dislike?
2: Feel? Um like this this David book is way better than last David book. Yes. Um this is not April book.
3: Mm, right.
1: But
2: it's still it's still better. Yeah. Yes. Maybe because I'm kind of invested at this point? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I think it's because they took away all of David's free will. Maybe. <laughs> that yeah. might
2: be why. <laughs> also, like I said, uh, you get some really good Christopher lines in this one. Yeah. And good That's... good Christopher is when we don't know what Christopher is thinking. So. Well,
1: we got some really bad Christopher lines, too. Like, most of my
2: summary is just like, well, Christopher's
1: a dick in this chapter.
2: So Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> is. But the the one that made me happy, the one that Christopher did, and this is what stands out to me, was when they give him the very, very obvious Wizard of Oz bit and he won't take the bit. Yeah, that was good. He absolutely will not make the I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
0: That was pretty good.
2: Yeah. I did like that.
0: I do love a good Subverting the Bit.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Subverting the Bit is a good podcast name. I don't know what it would be about. Yeah.
0: Uh, It would be every single person setting up the other person for a joke and then just moving on without making
2: it. So it would be me on a podcast without Casey, Alex, or Jenna to bail me out.
0: No, I'd be there and I'd just say, go on.
2: (laughs) Stumble through these good joke setups that I don't see and somebody has to come finish for me. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Ugh.
0: You weren't going to the cheese cook factory. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
2: What was the other one? Oh, it was foliage. Yeah, foliage, foliage was the other one. Foliage, yeah. I needed somebody. It was like Classic. right in front of me, yep. I needed somebody to finish it for me.
0: Could have had it all. You can lead a tim to bits, but you can't make him
2: goof. <laughs> no, that one, is, that one is a hundred percent. Like that one's painfully honest. <laughs> Painfully honest.
1: You did, you did a damage.
0: <laughs> oh, no. He took psychic damage. He did. Oh, no. Heart damage to his heart. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, Tim.
2: Oh, I'm just going to sit quietly now while you're over No.
0: All right. So anyways, Casey, go ahead yeah. and let's... <laughs>
1: to start recapping
0: or yeah i have nothing left to stay, say about this stupid child whose name i hate it is a bad name that it's he a bad owns. name it's
1: a bad name mary <laughs> <laughs> okay so david is mad because his friends took his sword that's right his sword How many times did he come through for them? It's because of Senna. Everyone assumes that she has him under her control completely, but that's not true. David can resist her. Senna could reach him, touch him, but he is a free man at the end of the day. His friends took his sword and only gave it back to him because they are facing imminent death at the hands of Nidhogger, the giant dragon. The dragon tells them that in the olden days, the fairy folk would not have dared touch his treasure because, I'm gonna fuck this up, Dagda, the great father god of the Celts, would not have allowed it. But times have changed, and Dagda has been eaten by Ka'anor, and the leprechauns came to steal back the goods that the dragon stole from them. But yay, the kids are going to get his items back for him! And as collateral, he summons some trolls that hold human-sized human-sized, human-heart-sized rubies in their hands. The rubies begin to beat, and David feels a sudden stillness inside his chest. The rubies will give them life for six days, which is all the time they have to get the treasures back. David notices Senna does not have a ruby, and he is terrified as to why that might be. Dun-dun-dun.
2: So this this book, like, or this book series keeps coming up with things that I think are really neat. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I know I'm getting a little ahead here, but when they talk about like basically the way the body functions, yeah, when they, once these stones replace their hearts, they can't feel a heartbeat anymore. But if they put their, you know, fingers on their neck, they can still feel a pulse. If they put it on the wrist, they can still feel the pulse. Like everything's still working, right? It's just the heartbeat that's wrong. And it's these little things that are like, man, that's, that's neat you know the 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 trips back and forth while asleep mm-hmm. and stuff it's just stuff i hadn't or if if you have heard it in a story before it's it's in a variant of it that i haven't seen before you know mm-hmm. yeah it's very creative
0: that's one of my favorite details about here and like we're getting into a lot of like mythological creatures that i think are cooler than like trolls
2: I don't know. I'm not a troll person. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of trolls.
0: Yeah, but I don't really like any of them. The 80s trolls.
2: Didn't they have trolls in Lord of the Rings? Mm hmm. Yeah. A cave troll. They have one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the right. very yeah. same ones they yeah. had at the beginning of, of Everworld were like one for one to Tolkien's trolls.
2: Yeah. They had trolls in Willow. Mm hmm. And so those are, when, when somebody says trolls, that's the first kind of troll that I think of is mm-hmm. willow trolls. But I'm not opposed to trolls, but you're right in that trolls appear in a lot of stuff and this. You get a lot of variation, like leprechauns, <laughs> which we haven't seen yet, but they were mentioned at the end of the last book. Rutt. And so I'm, I kind of can't wait.
0: Yeah. And the satyrs, which I love. These, it, okay, sorry. It was one of my favorite Spyro levels ever. That level. Huh. Oh, that's why I love them so much. Oh, yeah. In the second. Right? Game? Yes. Uh huh. They had. So the satyrs were part of this level where they were like in the highlands and they would like play the bagpipes to like crunch things. Yeah, over yeah, there. So yeah, you Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Free. You had to like defeat enemies to escort the the satyr over to a thing. And then it played the pipes and then it would free a thing and that would play the bagpipes and that would like break another thing. It was uh-huh. like one of my all time favorite spiral levels. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Were there um, centaurs in there, too? I think there might have been
2: the centrals, The centaurs. I have, in my lifetime, played Spyro for 12 to 13 minutes, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think I played that. I think I played one level of Spyro. Oh. And it was really fun. It's but so- as much as you bring up Spyro, I think I'm going to have to probably play more Spyro.
0: If you want, I could sit down with you right now and in less than 12 hours, 100% complete the first Spyro game. Like, easy. No problem.
2: I guess that's what we're doing in Virginia. <laughs> I yeah, Cancel I have it. all the
0: escape
1: rooms. <laughs> I have the remake. We
0: can play it. Fuck yeah. Fucking treetops. Have fun. Oh, treetops is the one that I still have to get the like, okay, what is this again? I know it's like when you go off the first platform, yeah. it's over here and then it's to the right, but then it's the bounce off like the middle section that I can never get right. Mm. Oh my god, Anyways. and that
1: castle level with the speed ramps.
0: Yeah, like, oh. fuck off. Oh my god. That, that one's so just hard. precision. And you gotta like get through the door for oh my god, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking suits Fire. of armor. Anyways. This is
2: If Alex went to Everworld, it'd be Spyro.
0: Oh, my God. I would never leave. Every time I'd be like, go home, I'd be like, no, Spyro. (laughs) I have to go to the flying level. Come on.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Spyro would be your Appa.
0: That would be delightful. I would love a Spyro companion. He too small to ride. He is too small to ride, but he's just a little guy come to my house and be like yeah man this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna defeat nasty Nork, spyro he's stolen a dragon egg you've got to run run i'm getting a little winded <laughs> my favorite dragon
1: <laughs> he's the best all right As the kids leave the dragon's lair, Christopher starts asking some good questions, like why can't the dragon handle the leprechauns himself, and how do they get to Fairyland? Jaleel answers that the dragon must be too big to leave the underground cave, but also it's Everworld and there could be any number of reasons that don't make sense. In any case, the dragon wouldn't send them if he could go himself. Christopher then turns to Senna and says, so I guess you have no heart, huh? And he keeps poking and prodding at her, and she doesn't answer him and just walks straight forward. David is worried about April especially because even though the others don't like Senna, April seems to really hate her. He doesn't know if that's a sister thing or what the deal is. But more importantly, they can see stars ahead and smell flowers. They finally appear in the upper world and they are standing under a night sky with a beautiful moon. David starts tearing up because it's so beautiful compared to all the horrors they have witnessed in Hell's domain. Jaleel comes by and stands beside him and says that if he could, he would take a knife and cut all those images out of his own brain. And then they hear a scream! Oh no!
2: So Senna has got to be like a little Loki homunculus or something. Yeah. Like, she's s- somehow been manufactured by Loki.
0: A Loki Golem.
2: This, this has got to be what we're building towards. She has no heart.
0: She has no heart.
2: Because mm-hmm. that dragon had no reason to not include her in the deal. Unless, you know, there's there's stuff going on. So obviously there's stuff going on.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be that she's, like, marked by the magic of Everworld. And so there's some sort of, like, he couldn't do it to her because she is a part of the core fabric magic of this reality or something like that. But
2: I don't know. I think you're just a Senna apologist. Stop making excuses <gasps> for Senna, what? Alex. What?
0: What? Tim? What? (laughs)
2: Uh, No. This is the chi all over again, Alex. If
0: anything, I'm apologizing for the dragon's behavior, not (laughs) Santa's. (laughs) It's exclusionary
1: behavior.
2: I just I want to remind all the listeners that Alex has never once apologized for the chi. This is just a bit that I do to make her mad. And the birds. I have to throw in like a a disclaimer before she sues me. She's very litigious. That Alex
0: yeah, slander yeah. I, I've i met Jenna now and I've seen the yes. air of my ways I too am now extremely litigious yes fucking Eric though like really
3: <laughs> that <dick. laughs> like
0: honestly he's responsible for so many deaths as a chi I think they should kick him out of the fucking chi
2: Revoke your G-card. Excommunicated. Ooh. Yeah. there?
0: Excommunicate him. Noise. Him and his fucking pretzel dad. His pretzel dad? Yeah. You know, the time they went in and and his, Mr. King was sitting on the couch with the pretzel.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh I thought I was like, <laughs> when he wrestled Rachel as a bear? And no, no, no. Tied oh, I her mean arms it.
0: into a pretzel. What? Maybe the same scene, but he was eating pretzels on the couch.
2: <laughs> Flash forward 30 years. They're at a funeral. Alex and several other people and Mr. King.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: in the middle of this funeral, Alex sees Mr. King and says, hey, it's Pretzel Dad. And, and Mr. King has finally had enough. He's like, it was one time. I had a pretzel one time. It was like 30 years ago. Like, what?
0: Yeah. And I witnessed it.
2: So therefore you got the nickname Pretzel Dad. You are
0: now Pretzel Dad. Oh no. It's just like Bean Dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. The scream sounds like a woman's scream, and David volunteers to go check it out. Senna says he shouldn't, and he makes a show of refusing her and going off anyway, and shortly the others follow. David knows this is stupid, but he feels so much guilt about all of the men in Hell's Domain that he could not save. As they head into the woods, they see a burst of green run by, and then three larger animals that move almost like deer, animals that laugh like frat boys. The green thing stops before them and then hides behind them, using them as a shield. She's a small young woman with green skin and hair and sunflower yellow eyes. The creatures chasing her turn out to be satyrs, who are drunk and terrible and I hate them. They are like, give us the nymph, she is ours, and once we are done with her, we will trade you for your red-haired wench. David tells them to walk away, and one of the satyrs says that David is not so unlovely himself and may do in place of a nymph or mortal woman. Anger surges through David, and he's like, get out of here or I'll stab you through the heart.
2: Do satyrs have people feet or goat feet? Goats feet. Okay, because I saw representations that had sort of both ways because I was trying to look up what a satyr looks like.
0: Have you ever seen Narnia? Uh, yeah. It's Mr. Tumnus.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what he
0: was. Mm-hmm. Or Phil from Hercules. Yeah, yeah. Or Phil from Hercules, Danny okay. <laughs> who
1: was also oh, chasing no. nymphs. As I was, I'm thinking. Yeah, about this it. was the thing this maybe. was
2: the f- first picture that came up. I just dropped it in the chat for you. That was the first one that came up when I googled Seder.
1: Oh, there's little baby satyrs in Fantasia too, <laughs> with their little with their little pan flutes and shit. Yeah. Etc., cetera, et cetera. That was my favorite um, uh, animated bit in Fantasia. It was all like the centaurs and the satyrs and the flying
2: horses and stuff. Like that the was, whole I don't think I ever cre- saw. I saw. I see Fantasia in clips. I don't think I ever sat down and watched Fantasia.
0: Fantasia is clips. Like yeah. yeah, the movie itself yeah. is clips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was kind of the vibe I got from it.
1: Yeah. I was scared of the. The Chernobog, at the end, the big volcano guy. Oh yeah, with the wings and the, and the Satanism. And the little minions. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, uh, the satyrs insist they are allowed to claim any nymph they can catch. David asks the nymphs if she wants to go with them, and April's like, "Of course she doesn't, you fucking asshole." David is looking for the right excuse to attack the satyrs, but April steps forward and tells them that they just escaped from hell, and after what they saw, they're not scared of a couple of satyrs. Then Christopher launches into a bit about how Senna is a witch, and she will cast a spell on them that will make them uninterested in women forever. The satyrs think about this and decide, the nymph is actually ugly after all, they're gonna leave. Just as the kids are starting to gloat about their victory, April yells at David, and David turns around and slices one of the satyrs in half. But there is no blood or cry of pain. The Seder is just mad that David cut off the part of him that had his dick on it. And now it's running away. So his two friends chase after it. So that yep. happened.
0: Yep.
2: This is my. Okay. Bottom half satyr is my favorite bit in the whole book series.
0: <laughs> it is a very good bit.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. Bottom half satyr like stays with them for the rest of the book. <laughs> as far as we've read. It just keeps running around yeah. near them. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is my favorite. And everybody even like questions, it. they're like, what is that about? <laughs> what is a bottom half Zeder doing?
0: They've gotten to the point of this where they're like, yeah, this thing's running around chasing us, but then they just like, well, it's
2: Everworld. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I will accept this. Yeah. We've um. had worse. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. So after that nonsense, the kids decide to leave, and they look more closely at the nymph. Christopher is a piece of shit and does that thing where he tells a bunch of very offensive jokes and then gets mad at you for being offended by them. Fuck off, Christopher. Um, They find out the nymph's name is Adelia, and she serves the goddess Iris, who's the goddess of the rainbow. The beautiful rainbow. Oh, because leprechaun. Okay, anyway. um, They're like cool, well, I guess the satyrs are gone. See you around. We're going on a quest to find Fairyland. She's like, oh, I can show you where that is. And Jalila's like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And then she does this weird thing where she stands in front of him and smiles at him and he smiles back at her and it's very strange. And finally he's like, well, I guess we do need a guide. She puts her hand on his chest and is like, gets! where is your heart? And he's like, oh, a dragon took it. And she's like, oh, cool. Well, when you get it back, can you let me borrow it, even if for a night?"
2: and that's that fucking chapter. I keep wanting to jump ahead and I know I keep wanting to jump ahead. Uh and uh whatever. I'm gonna jump ahead. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So this this uh, nymph shows affection for Jaleel. And Jaleel jumped up in like a whole bunch of cool points in my book for his way of handling it. Cuz he's totally like, yeah, whatever. That's just like nymph like I don't care. You know, he's like, whatever. Yeah, It's deep. She's going to lead us to fairyland, but she's just doing this because she needs something or whatever. I don't, I don't care. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Jaleel. Yeah. You get it.
0: I I really liked Jaleel in this book. You know, yeah. Like, honestly, like, better than, like, I know, like, Christopher can tell good jokes through David's perspective, but, like, I really liked Jaleel through David's perspective in this book.
2: Yeah i do too
1: i love how you guys phrase that like it's not like oh i like jaleel as a as a character overall it's like i like him in specific characters
2: that's so cool it's such a it's such a the perspective that each character has on the other characters is so wildly different Mm -hmm. than the character Mm -hmm. or can be we'll say and it it it's really a neat feature of the book series. Mm-hmm. Even if at times we don't necessarily like where we're at in it. Yeah. But it is kind of neat.
0: Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's finally like we're finally seeing what, again, I'm just going to say Michael Grant, what he is trying to do successfully, which is like tell stories about characters that have such big flaws and are unlikable as people from different perspectives, but have to kind of do this thing. Like I, I feel like it just, it was too overboard in the early books and now we're kind of hitting that balance where we're like they have redeemable qualities but this is very believable as a person like Mm -hmm. they are not heroes and they are not good and they are not likable they're just like fucking teenagers who are kind of dipshits
2: yeah and it kind of prevents you from putting them in one one box Mm -hmm. you know just because they've done shitty things or thought shitty things like we can't necessarily just package them up as shittier mm-hmm. bad, and even though we do you <laughs> yeah. know you you, you kind of can't you have to look at them from different angles and stuff
0: well we'll that's throw neat. the whole Christopher in the trash it's okay yeah yeah, that's, yeah yeah
2: I mean it's it's fine it's fine but it is still neat seeing it different ways Christopher does a good job of throwing himself in the trash I think <laughs> a lot but like I said that Wizard of Oz bit that was pretty good that was pretty good bit he, he did yeah. have a
0: good bit like yeah <laughs> And like it, it is, it is kind of interesting to have like Dane Cook on this adventure because like that's what Christopher <laughs> is, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and well,
1: and like he was actually okay if we're because I now think in D and D like all the time Love now it. Love is this. that he was fucking doing those like like car salesman charisma roles. Like mm-hmm. in a couple different situations, he was like, "Hey, yeah. I'm gonna try a completely different thing from what these dipshits are doing, and it yeah. fucking works."
2: Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Very true. I still don't like also, him, but it's interesting. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I appreciate the fact that Casey only thinks in D and D now. <laughs> Perfect. Killing that's your all's fault. That's also like that's another thing that we talked about too that that I complained very much about when we were reading. When we're still reading, when we have more Twilight to read, for yeah, her girls, uh, is that it's unlikable characters that I don't want to read about. When I've read a lot of book series which have unlikable characters that I definitely do want to read about, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like just because I don't like them doesn't mean that I'm ready to give up on the story, right?
0: Yeah. And, like, that, I feel like that's the point we're starting to hit now. And, like, that's what we were craving in the first two books. Yes, Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, and, like, the huge difference between everything that Michael Grant and Catherine Applegate write versus what Stephanie Meyer writes is that Stephanie Meyer is trying to tell you that you have to like these characters. Mm.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Nobody's trying to tell you what to think in these books.
2: No. 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 It's a lot more gray area mm-hmm. on what is mm-hmm. right and wrong and it's left up to you to sort of like fill mm-hmm. in gaps and you can't apply that one label to all of it yeah i can apply one label to all of it until i like yeah it's all it's all they're all bad people they're yeah. all doing bad things they are
0: <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Super
1: hard. so no. um going back to the like perspectives from other characters or the characters from other characters' perspectives.
2: Do you guys feel like Animorphs did that? Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I do, but I don't think it was as jarring a change. Maybe.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. we what actually I'm liked all the characters yeah. in Animorphs
1: from the word maybe, go.
2: <laughs> maybe, but I, I think that people sort of fit in their box, even when other people are looking at them, or at least the box that I put them in. Um, Not always and not exactly, but I feel like this one, like you just get different reads on people.
0: See, I think it's because of the characters' inherent personalities in this book because the Animorphs team, they all looked at problems from the different perspective, but they were generally all on the same page about things. Like they had all of their perspectives. They could see what the other person was doing and acknowledge it. Whereas in this book series none of the characters can see what the other character is doing and acknowledge it. So we get these wildly different perspectives because they have no insight into the intentions of anybody they're working with Mm -hmm. other than Jaleel now is starting to like put it together. But Mm
2: -hmm. which is also a very good thing in a case like Christopher. Yeah. Where you don't want to know his intentions.
0: No, you don't want to, but like it, like if, if we were going to say like, take this and like port it into the, the animorphs relationships, like they would all know, like, I feel like they'd have a lot of like, oh yeah, Christopher's like this because of this. And so like, here's how to get it, Christopher. Like, Mm -hmm. the closest I can think of is like any relationships, like it probably like more of a Marco, like when he's lashing out at people and like, they're like, yeah, but if it was animals, we'd say, yeah, but Marco doesn't want to do this. He lost his mom. He has all these reasons behind why he's lashing out. And in this, it's like, Christopher's lashing out because he's a fucking dick. And like they're like, we don't know anything beyond that. And I'm not like saying like there is anything beyond that, but like there's just no insight into the why he does the things that he does. So we can't we can't kinda feel that way for him. We're just like, yeah, we don't know why. We don't know why it's like (laughs)
2: Also like there's there's the level of like internal issues. And I think Jaleel is the best example of that. Like they don't know what Jaleel's going through, so in mm-hmm. this book, Jaleel like is just I don't know, very like he he gets there pretty quick when when something's in front of him, like he understands stuff pretty fast. Yeah. But when you when you're in Jaleel's head, there's a yeah, not the hand thing. I thought about the hand thing too. It was like there's such a like fucking yeah, yeah, the whole fucking sword yeah. thing yeah, like, he didn't get, but like. You know, so like through David's eyes, it looks like he's you know, just mathing things out very quickly. But when you are in his own head, there's a lot, a lot of mm-hmm. issues going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought about that as soon as I said that. That's like the hand thing. Other uh, than David may thing. think he's yeah. <laughs> David thinks he's getting th- Tim doesn't. Tim doesn't at all. Oh, oh God! Man.
1: Is Jaleel, the math bitch of the group.
0: Yes
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, absolutely
0: absolutely he is (laughs) oh my god yeah i i mean i also think that david's perspective in this book is is i mean like i said they stripped all of david away he's like under senna's control Mm -hmm. and like he has lost all of his free will so like we're reading the book now from the perspective of a guy who is like getting these obfuscated views of everybody around him and has no free will so like it's it's kind of weird because we've almost like muted anything that would happen that would allow those sorts of connections that we would maybe crave like that are more in line with animorphs, because I don't think he can make them anymore. Like I think that's what Sun mm. is doing to him to control him is she's just muting the ability to like get through that.
2: Mm. But it's it's kind of a weird a weird thing also because you know a lot of times when somebody has somebody under that type of control like he's uh, like. He's going back and forth in his own mind about how under her control he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, Wait, "Am I doing this just because Sin is making me? Am I doing this because it's what I want to do? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, a combination somewhere in between?" And that's also kind of a weird, a weird story—or not weird. Weird sounds bad. A uh, unique story beat. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, yeah, where it's—it's it's not necessarily one or the other. It's. How, how, how much am I being affected? Like the whole group thinks I'm super affected. I don't think I'm super affected, but I might be affected.
0: That's how you Mm -hmm. know he's super affected. Anytime they think everybody (laughs) else thinks this thing and I don't.
2: Yeah. Everybody else is crazy.
0: Yeah. Every single other person (laughs) is wrong. I'm the only one that's right. Yeah. Uh, No. I don't have a problem. I can quit anytime I want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: (sighs) If you think it's everybody else who has the issues. (laughs)
1: It's
0: not. It's not. Oh, geez. How do we get from satyrs to here? Are we just like, we went on this whole journey of group dynamics. And it's like, the, where we ended was like, frat boy satyrs ready to like, go after a Dryad. Or a Nymph. Hey, it's Everworld, man. Anything can happen. Whatever. What T-E.
2: W-T-E. W-T-E. <laughs> W-t-e. What T-E. Did what-t-e? you just say what T-E? I did. That's what we're going to say from now on. Like whenever anything weird happens, I'm just gonna be like, "What te e?" <laughs> people
0: are gonna be like, "Are you okay?" I
2: know, <laughs> I I understand kid slang. I know what they're saying. What te What te e? Hello, I, fellow youths.
0: Had Everworld caught on, this would be like the the sticker, the tattoo, the car bumper. Yeah. Like everybody be tag. like, WTE. Like there'd be a cool thing. Like that's the Everworld yeah. thing. Call and response. Good thing.
2: Animorphs Anonymous is here to fix it for us
0: mm-hmm.
2: and change it to what T.E.,
0: What te? which is
2: what the bumper sticker should actually say.
0: I have a tumultuous relationship with initialisms, okay?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what T.E.? What does that stand for? It stands for Welcome to Everworld. <laughs> well, that's not how you do that. <laughs>
0: nope. It's not even close. <laughs> i just uh, i the w went to what like before i could <laughs> do anything like
2: because I, it's supposed to be what the fuck but with an e i what guess the what
0: the yeah and like yeah, what the
2: everworld
0: world i don't know what happened my brain just was like you need me to to elongate this
2: shorten this what do you want <laughs> your brain is like i'm a genius and i'm gonna fix this for you right now it's what t e oh, okay
1: but maybe w is just a stupid letter
2: like it's a <laughs> yeah. stupid name for a letter It's two V's anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not even a U. It's not even a U. It's a sharp. It's It's a sharp. It's a V, if anything. If anything. Fucking.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Completely off topic. So I hate W. You know what else I hate? Bi-weekly, bi-monthly. Because that can mean twice a week or every two weeks. It's stupid. I hate English. It's the worst.
2: Okay, so can it mean both things, or am I just dumb? No, 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 it can mean both things. Okay, because I thought it was just my inability to understand, (gasps) well, basically anything.
1: Because it's stupid, and it makes a huge difference if you mean twice a week or twice a month. Ah! Yes.
2: I I hear bi-monthly, and I think, well, that means every two months. And then somebody will be like, so it comes out twice a month. And I'm like, I don't, why? That's not what you should... Why? Uh. And so I would always be confused and think that I was just screwing it up.
0: Mm -mm. Nope, it can mean either intentionally.
2: But you know what? You know what? The next time somebody says bye monthly," you know what I'm going to say to him? I'm going to be like, "What te? What te? And I'm just going to keep on, (laughs) keep on cruising. Oh my god! Paul Blart, he's back! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Segway has a little bumper sticker that says, "What te? What (laughs) te? Yum, yum, beans.
0: Yum, yum, beans. Yum, yum, beans. <laughs> just eating your That's chicken all... and beans. Yum, yum, beans.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: If I didn't fucking hate NFTs, and also if they weren't, like, not popular anymore, we could t- we could sell so many fucking NFTs of us just saying, like, yum, yum, beans, or, like, any of our <laughs> other various inside jokes and catchphrases. But I hate <laughs> NFTs, and they shouldn't exist
2: at the end. So... I... Uh, Casey's just going to make an audio file of one of us saying, What TE, and just give it away for free. Yep. Yes. Except I'm going to make you re- we'll record
1: do. a bunch of them so they're all unique and slightly <laughs> yeah, different. There we the go. Other.
2: There we go. This is your special What TE. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this What TE is wearing a blue hat. This What TE is wearing a red hat. <laughs> <laughs> and if these are stupid, the end. Oh.
2: And you know how much you know how much AI generated what tees we're gonna have? None. It's all gonna be None. real. Can't real. generate these
0: what tees?
2: <laughs> you don't have enough badges to generate these what tees. <laughs> oh, oh shit!
1: Oh, I'm having fun, but I'm upset. <laughs>
2: This is this is what it's like when when I start talking about animals in front of Alice.
0: <laughs> I don't mind people talking about animals in front of me. I just want them to not mock me when I give them the answers that they ask me for.
2: <sighs> it's a nickel-plated mammogram. Yep.
0: That's what it is.
2: It's where your eyelids go sideways, I think, is what it is. (laughs)
1: It's where the eyelids squish the boobies to check for lumps. It's just a a, a boob lid.
2: That's so upsetting as a thought. A boob lid. Oh, no. Can you
0: imagine? Hang on. Let's make it worse. Can you imagine somebody's, like, walks in on you when you're changing and you're like, no, but your hands don't move. The lids just close over your (laughs) boobs.
3: Oh,
2: no. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, what would it be? They they blink at like different times though. Yes, it's like... the Pixar blink.
0: God forbid yeah. you get like an injury and one has to stay half lidded while the other one's blinking.
2: A boot patch. You have to get a boot patch. It just goes over one. You'd be a pirate.
3: Oh. Nobody would steal your booty. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were having a nice, serious discussion about the
2: characters and what makes them, <laughs> you know, tick, and now we're talking. <laughs> it's because Alex said what TE and it just
0: it ruined everything.
1: Oh my god, we're literally in Everworld where nothing makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're trying to hold on to some semblance of. Anyway. Oh. Meta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to summarize. We're walking through the woods. They're walking through the woods. We're not. They are. Um, it's a nice woods. There's fresh water. They're not dying anymore because they're drinking fresh water that's not poisoned and bad. Idalia is flitting around, running off for an hour, then coming back and running off again. The chapter is basically Christopher just being the fucking worst and making fun of Jaleel and Adalia sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. David is like, well, I'm just glad we're dealing with smaller folk now instead of giant gods. Senna's like, you're a dumbass. How do you think little tiny things like nymphs and leprechauns survive in a world with giant gods and monsters? David's like, well, I guess by banding together and staying united. Senna's like, and how many nymphs and fairies would it take to scare off the dragon? And David's like, a lot. And Senna says, nothing more. Then they hear the sounds of hooves behind them. But it's just the satyr's legs running by.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is a these are all the things that I got ahead of the story on uh, the Seder running by, really fucking funny but then uh, the the bit about uh, the nymph being uh, very interested in Jaleel and Jaleel just being like, whatever yeah, you know <laughs> it's all good, also Casey's impression of David is exactly what I imagined David to sound like
0: yes, precisely
3: I don't know what I did
2: uh a lot uh,
1: they band together and yeah but why is this
2: a theme that keeps coming back by the way uh like 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 this one has been heavily foreshadowed of how dangerous these these little leprechauns are <laughs> mm-hmm. even though they're they're small in stature they're enough to scare a dragon and I'm like, why do they keep bringing this up? What is it that they do? And I don't know yet.
0: Like nefarious fae shit.
2: Yeah, they're tricksy.
1: Knives.
0: Could be knives. Could I gotta knives. say,
1: I gotta say, not to spoil Nightland Express, but I really wanted to read Nightland Express while reading this book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nightland yes. Express is so good. So good. I know we've mentioned that before, but if you haven't read it, yeah, do it.
0: Do it. This is your. Bi-weekly reminder to read (laughs) Nightland Express.
2: You thought we were just going to do that one podcast and never talk about it again. Fuck you. (laughs) Go read (laughs) it. (laughs) No, I I am very glad to know that it's not me just constantly getting the bi-weekly, bi-monthly thing wrong. (laughs) Oh, no. Like, I'm very glad to know Uh, that it can have multiple meanings, because it doesn't sound like it should. All
1: right. They decided to make camp in a meadow of wildflowers and peach trees, so now they have sort of food um david offers to take the first watch and the others fall asleep almost instantly even senna david reflects on how he thought he used to be in love with her but now he's not sure what's going on between them since she's literally using magic on him to control him then interestingly he has a thought about how maybe he could use her as a weapon sometime down the road idalia comes back and realizes that everyone has crossed over into another world david's like yeah that happens when we sleep no idea why and she's like that's stupid bye David feels for his pulse but can't find it, and he reflects on how weird that is, until he finds himself driving in his car in the rain. He's very mad at himself for falling asleep and leaving the group unprotected. As his brain catches up, he flashes back to all of the horrors from Hell's Domain, and he yanks the car into a rich person's driveway to throw up. After he's done, there's a squat, middle-aged woman looking at him. She asks him to come inside, and he's like, "'No thanks, sorry I threw up in your driveway.'" She walks towards him and puts her hand on his, then closes her eyes for a minute and tells him the dark ones are close and asks him if the gateway has been opened and it must be closed. Then she fucks off and David starts backing out of the driveway. He sees the gate to the driveway and starts laughing and he's like, that must have been what she meant. Ha ha ha. The end of that chapter.
2: This is David's Jaleel hand moment. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why are you... It doesn't even matter if this lady doesn't know what she's talking about. You have no leads on how to fix your situation. And this lady has just given you, I don't know, even the slightest hint Mm -hmm. that she might have an understanding of what's going on. Dude, lean into it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nothing comes of it. Then you're no worse off than you were before. Yep. But I got so mad that he backed out of that driveway.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, no, go find out what she's talking about. Great. Because if she can't help, then so what? Yeah. But, like... But I'll bet you she can.
0: I bet she could. I bet she knows a little something about what's going on.
2: Oh, but I did. Something. I I, I raged.
0: I was just annoyed at this chapter. Yeah. And then I just kept trying to figure out what road, like, what part of the road he was talking about. We oh, were driving and, down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sheridan. I bet I could figure out where he was talking about. Whose driveway... <laughs> Driveway David through. Like that's what I spent most of this chapter doing after I like realized David was just like fucking off and like not doing the right thing, and I was like, I bet I could figure out where this road is.
2: (laughs) The lady comes back outside, and she's like, "Here, I've got the chicken bones or whatever that it's gonna take to fix whatever I don't know potion stuff." Yeah, sure. I have newt. Yeah,
0: I have newt and a salamander's tail.
2: I can fix your your problem,
0: Agatha. And, oh my yeah, god! Probably
2: <laughs> fix your problem. Oh god, he's gone. Where did it go? <laughs> that is probably not how that lady sounded. It's probably exactly how she sounded.
0: <laughs> <laughs> David was like, she has a really uh, strange accent. Everybody around here has Mexican or Polish housemaids, and she was just like, David. <laughs> Ew, David. <laughs> He's like, wow, your accent is very thick.
2: Yeah, he wildly (laughs) misunderstands a Polish accent.
1: According to Google Maps, Sheridan is
2: kind of almost lakefront.
0: Yeah, that makes sense with the fancy houses. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, On our way back home after leaving when me and Jenna rode up to your house. We drove into a very nice lakefront neighborhood, and I bet it was somewhere around there. That's, that's kind of what I was picturing. That's
0: exactly, yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. where it is.
2: Yep.
1: Looks like a major road too. Or yeah. I mean, not like a not like a highway, but like. Oh yeah, it's a big old road, from the tip to the tail. Yep. From the window to the wall. Sweat
0: ski, ski, motherfucker. Yes. Hot ski, ski. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. This is the remix.
3: Yeah.
2: The cover version. By us. (laughs) And we're synonymous. And (laughs) Gurr.
1: I was the turkey all along.
2: That's what what we need to make. It's just a whole, like, just burn a whole CD of y'all doing Gurr impressions to popular (laughs)
1: songs. Oh, no. Oh, God. But Jenna probably knows the person who did Gurr's voice. Probably. Probably. (sighs) All right. David's stuck in the real world, there's nothing he can do about anything, so he just goes on about his day. He tries calling everybody, Jaleel and April are out, and Christopher's grounded, so he goes to the Boston market and finds Jaleel working. He's like, hey, I fell asleep, and Jaleel's like, cool, the fuck do you want me to do about it? Also, Christopher and April don't fucking trust you because of Senna. David's like, well, you've got a girlfriend now, and Jaleel is like, there's nothing there, she wants me as protection in case you and Christopher go Seder on her. David's like, well, I know Senna's using me, but I'm handling her. Jaleel says, nobody's handling her. We just want to know which way you're going to jump when shit hits the fan. David's like, well, you guys let me lead when there's danger. And Jaleel tells him he's right, but they're not going to blindly follow him. David leaves, annoyed, does his Starbucks shift, goes home, goes about his evening, and goes to bed. He falls asleep in two universes and wakes up in a third. And at this point, I
0: was like, "What? what the fuck? Yeah, but then it they, wasn't like a real third.
2: Yeah. They they want to know which way he'll jump when what happens, Casey? When the shit hits <laughs> the fan.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know what that was. Brilliant fucking Canadians.
0: <laughs> Many people fun. do blame Canadians for this. <laughs>
2: Where were you <laughs> when, the when the shit hit the fan? Well, you know what? You know what, man? What the E?
0: What the E, you know? What the E? You get it.
2: I uh, know, what the E? What the E? What I'm the already e? screwing it up. The e? What the E?
0: What the E? You get it.
1: Now it's what the E? Yeah, yeah. What, what the E? It's what getting e? worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just expanding and expanding just like space.
2: Eventually, we're just
0: gonna be like, what the ever world? And people are gonna be like, what the fuck are you guys doing?
2: That'd be like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Next thing you know, there'll be half a Seder running around.
0: <laughs> you know what they okay. say? Half a Seder in the hand is worth two in the bush.
2: <laughs> Cry. What the E? What the E,
0: man? What the <laughs>
1: what- E? Okay, stop laughing. It's bad times.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
2: Oh, shit. That was the most stop acting up in the Target mom (laughs) sentence I've ever heard in my life. Stop laughing. It's bad times. Kyle.
1: Yeah, Kyle.
0: Not
2: in the the shoe
0: section, Kyle. (laughs) Put the Nerf gun back,
1: Kyle. (laughs) All right. David's back at the cabin again, a normal cabin with wooden bunks and normal sleeping kids, all but one. He hears the windbreaker of their counselor, Donnie. The kid is trying to fake being asleep, as if that's a defense. David silently tells him to yell, don't be stupid, don't be a coward. David can't save him. He needs to tell someone and not just sit there and cry, but he does nothing.
2: No goofs. It really is bad times.
1: Yeah. It's it's real bad times. Yep. All right. David finally wakes up, and Jaleel is standing watch with Adalia. Jaleel is like, so you and I kept watch last night, just the two of us, and that's the story. David's like, cool, what do you want? Jaleel makes a godfather joke, and it's not actually a joke. Then he points out a road that cuts between a couple of hills, and Adalia says that's the fairy road, and that will take them to the fairy lands, but she cannot go. She can't leave the woods because she was banished She was banished by Iris for loving a mortal, which turned out to be many mortals, and it's not fair because there are no male nymphs. Who is she supposed to love? Jaleel is like, yeah, I looked it up, and apparently all they do is fall in love with mortals and get chased by satyrs, they're all invented by their gods, and all of their intelligence and purpose is programmed into them. Christopher and April wake up, and David tries to explain to Adalia that they need to go, even though she loves Jaleel now. Senna is like, hey Adalia, Iris forgives you, you'd better run off now. And so she does. April is like, that was really mean. And Senna's like, you dummy. She's basically not a real person. And Jaleel adds that they don't really matter to her. What matters is in here. And he taps his heart, but David knows he means the ruby.
2: So this goes back to the thing where we talk about the the like gray area mm-hmm. of right and wrong. Uh, Jaleel just lying to the rest of the group just to keep the group from... You know, having more problems than Mm -hmm. it already does. Mm I was like, was that the right thing to do? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. have Mm -hmm. might have made it better. Sounds like a good idea.
1: Yep. And now David owes him a favor.
2: Yep. Which is
1: interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am very interested to see when he calls upon this favor
2: and what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. If I were in Jaleel's situation, my immediate favor would be to chase down Seder legs and then ride them while they run around <laughs> like a scooter.
0: Oh my god! Like a Segway. Like Baba Yaga's cabin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or like
2: wait, yeah, it's bird
0: legs. Yeah,
2: like Baba Yaga's cabin. Yeah, it's yeah. bird legs. Hold on, I, I, I that doesn't. That doesn't clear. I don't catch the reference and that doesn't clear it up for me uh, to just say bird Baba legs. Baba
0: Yaga is like a Russian. Is that where it's from? It's a fairy tale witch. Uh, but her cabin Russian. famously has chicken legs and it just wanders around the forest. Oh, the cabin.
2: That's yeah. what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what is <laughs> it? just kept saying bird legs. And I'm like, I don't understand. Also,
1: also in knobs and Broomsticks at the end when the. Oh, maybe I shouldn't spoil that.
0: It's 800 years old. (laughs) It's
1: true. It's true. Okay. It's at the end when all the suits of armors are fighting the Nazis. And there's at one point, like there's just a pair of legs from a suit of armor. And there's just like a Nazi, like sitting in it as it's like walking him away. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it's very obvious that the actors like walking and that the legs in the front are just fake. Like one of those Halloween
2: costumes. It's great.
1: I
0: love Uh. that. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't that literally come out in like 1940? Uh,
2: I have no idea. But that is recreating one of those Halloween costumes except with an extra set of legs is exactly what I'm going for.
1: <gasps> Are you gonna do that for Halloween?
2: Please. <laughs> You're gonna be David riding the Seder legs. Yes.
0: And then I'm gonna I'm gonna look at your costume and be like, What to e? <laughs> Probably one of the only more obscure costumes you could do other than like, this is my Animorphs costume is this is my Everworld costume.
2: <laughs> You're what now? Why the what fuck is, is Everworld? <laughs> I can't wait till I have to write my biography and I talk about my days on Animorphs Anonymous and I'm going to make that comment. I'm going to be like, what do e? It became what we would say to each other whenever we didn't have explanations for what was going on.
0: (laughs) That and yum yum beans!
2: (laughs) You know what? You know what? It's all fun and games until we find out that Alex actually does just say that whenever eating beans (laughs) Trying very hard to hide it from the world, but we know, we know the truth, Alex.
0: I would never, I would never hide it from you. I didn't even hide my pee accident from you this morning, Tim.
1: <laughs> Your pee accident.
2: Yeah, you know what? That sounds really weird when you say it.
1: it <laughs> oh, do so you mean like a, a little a green pea? Yeah, she okay. means yeah,
2: she means a vegetable. P e a. Yeah, that's what I heard too when she said that.
0: <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna correct it, but here yeah. we are. <laughs>
1: your pee accident
2: so we're we're having a conversation through text message and i don't remember what started it but alex made one of her weird alex comments and i said that i told her that she was a bright spot in this otherwise drab world and then immediately she sends me a text message that says that's a really lovely way to say that somebody's a weirdo and then immediately after that, text me, I found a pee in my pocket. <laughs> and so of course I was like, Well, that's a really lovely way to confirm that you're a weirdo. Sends <laughs> me back, I don't remember putting it there or I forgot I put it there.
3: Where did it come from? Where did it come from? I no,
2: I I never got the answers to those. She never offered that information
3: <laughs>
2: of why she would have a pee in her pocket.
0: That looks Pocket <laughs> because like, I was eating a bag of peas, like and, frozen peas.
2: Oh, I'm gonna save this one for later.
0: No, it wasn't for a good one, piece. so I put it in my You're pocket not. to throw it out. <laughs> eating frozen. I was like,
2: she Napoleon dynamite zipped it up in her pocket.
0: Oh my gosh, but <laughs> to throw I was it out, there, I was like,
2: Alex, give me some of your peas.
0: <laughs> they were just like. Fridge temperature peas. Fridge temperature peas.
1: That's my new band name, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a bee in your bonnet, it's a pea in your pocket.
0: (laughs) Aww. I I
2: thought she was going to do a princess thing. She's like, I can't sleep.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's a pea in my pocket. (laughs) Nope, I found a legitimate pea in my legitimate pocket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it that she just. One at a time eats these fridge temperature peas and was like, "Yes, good enough. Yes, good enough. Oh no, you're not getting past Inspector Thirty Seven this time, P, You're going in the pocket. You're going in the shame pocket."
0: It was it was too mushy.
2: <laughs> of course, a bad texture. Of course, in in true Smeagol fashion, was like this mushy pea should go in the pocket.
0: So I could throw it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the 900 ways that are better to handle that pee. <laughs> you, you're you not good enough to eat. You're a pocket pee.
0: <laughs> if it helps, I've never done it before.
2: <laughs> Lies. Lies. No one ever gets caught on their first time, Alex.
0: I, d- I self-report it. <laughs>
2: This is merely a gateway pee. What a lovely way to call somebody a weirdo. Ooh, I found a pee in my pocket. (laughs) I was like, how did those come one right after the other?
0: I don't know, but now I'm sweating with all these pee questions. (laughs) I'm under a lot of stress right now. I I told you about my pee accident this morning. So I wasn't wrong when I said that's a lovely way to tell somebody they're a weirdo. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, no, you weren't, but you did very quickly display that you earned that crown.
0: Yeah, I did throw the pee out eventually, <laughs> Just so we're all clear.
1: First temperature pee.
0: At this point, it was pocket temperature. <laughs>
1: Slightly warm and mushy
2: now. Mm-hmm. How
1: did you, if it was mushy, how did it survive
2: in your pocket?
0: Like because it, it didn't.
2: It wasn't it didn't. it didn't. It There's no way to there's no way.
0: It first of all it dried a little. Okay. Because the, the condensation okay. of the fridge was gone. That, the fridge yeah. temperature was gone. Wait. Um Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, but also it it was still mushy. It was like one of the
2: That's that's not why it dried. It's it dried because your article of clothing Helped absorbed all the, th- but like the, you know when you freeze a bag
0: and it it's coming to room temperature because so you get it from the fridge and it it's wet because the condensation uh-huh.
2: yeah and all that wet transferred straight to your pocket
0: yeah but then the pee also started to like mummify a little bit <laughs> Mom- it was left overnight okay <laughs> it was left overnight oh my <laughs> I may have left that out of the
1: story in too. a very dry very sunny environment. Wait no, mummies no, darkness. Mummies aren't in sun; they're in darkness.
0: Sorry, Thank
2: This pea was entombed.
0: Yeah, in my pocket. it was in my pocket overnight.
2: Your pocket pyramid.
0: It you know it just it the rest of the peas you bite into them they're like snap like it's a good pea and this one I picked up and it was just like and I was like that's not a good pea, <laughs> you
1: know. Interior. Yeah, a delightful story. I, I enjoyed it.
0: Sometimes I really wonder when someone will take this podcast away from me. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no
1: podcast repo, man. Like
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like someone's gonna listen to that conversation and be like, she should not be talking. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think that's the answer. We can't we can't just be like, go stand quietly in the corner with your pee in your pocket. No, the world needs to know. About the, it's the only piece. way we're going to find solutions to the pocket piece is if we if we confront them pocket head on. Piece,
0: gotta get <laughs> I will admit, I've had not so great carrots in my pockets before too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Are the- they carrot slices or whole ass carrots?
0: Like whole ass carrots, but like
2: like baby carrots.
0: Some baby carrots, and then like once like big big. But you have a horse. You could just yeah. be like, "These are my horse treats." Well, that's how they end up in my pockets. Okay, okay, yeah. That's
2: different. That's different.
0: But I have I have placed baby carrots in my pockets for not being good enough before. I do feed them to the horse eventually. The pee I just threw out.
2: There was nothing to feed that to. What if pony wanted <laughs> that pee? Now I would have ate that pee. Right? Can I eat peas?
0: Nye can't eat peas. I don't think yeah. he would have
3: liked it.
2: <laughs> if you throw a bunch of nuts on the ground, he just eats them until he
1: engorges himself. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fine.
0: He he ate so many peanuts in front of Casey one time that he could not turn his head.
2: <laughs> yeah. My neck is full.
0: It literally—he filled his crop up, and so his head was just stuck. Like <laughs>
1: oh, greedy little bastard.
0: Oh. That was so funny.
1: Okay. The kids march down the road. They decide to keep their cover story of being minstrels, and they're headed towards fairyland to entertain the fairies. It's all a lie, but it's fine. Um, The road is abundant in sheep and ox carts and the droppings of both that they have to avoid. They walk for two hours, and David thinks about how hungry he is. The countryside is becoming more and more beautiful as they go along and there's a low stone wall lining both sides of the roads with beautiful wildflowers and lilies and roses everywhere. The only thing marring the countryside is the satyr's legs, which are still following them around. Finally, they reach a gate, which is a big arch formed of rose bushes and flanked by the stone wall with more roses topping on top of it. April is like, wow, it's so pretty. And David is like, the roses have thorns. They planted the thorns at the top, so it looks like barbed wire you can't get over the wall. He goes, like, full, like, fucking, like wartime strategist in this moment. And April was just trying to be like, that's pretty. Um, a small person in a green tunic is smoking a pipe beside the gate. April is like, in case anyone forgot that I'm of Irish descent, my grandma used to tell me stories about the leprechauns. They greet him and he tells them that they are traveling minstrels. Uh, or No, they tell him they are traveling minstrels. He's like, hey, remember all that shit you found in the road? That's what I think of
2: your cover story. And he <laughs> and then <dabs>. dabbed. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he does that. Actually, in my head canon, he dabs after every sentence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this leprechaun is a dabber for sure.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoy it. Is he a leprechaun?
0: I think so. Is
2: he? Yeah.
0: I think he's cosplaying as one minimum. <laughs> <He's> cos-
2: <laughs> my leprechauns play. I don't remember if they say outright that he's a leprechaun. Or if it's just like hinted at.
0: I thought it was said outright, but I could be wrong.
2: No, it may have. It may have. Yeah, there's no way to know.
0: There's no way to know. I have the book right here, but there's no way to know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, and the final
1: is this final chapter in the section? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so they're like, uh, what do you mean? It's totally real. That's totally what we're doing. Anyway, we're going to get going. And he's like, no, 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 you got to pay the entrance tax. Do you think I sit here dressed like this for shits and giggles? Also, what the fuck is that? And he points to the satyr's legs, which are running into the wall now. April's like, it's a bottom half of a satyr. What does it look like? And he's like, why do you have that? And Christopher's like, do you like it? You can have it if you let us in. (laughs) And, and the guy's like, what the fuck would I even do with half of a Seder? Where would I even put it? Yes, of course I will take it. <laughs> so they walk through the gate and the guy yells at some of the fairy guards to round up his new Seder legs. Inside the gate, the grass is perfectly trimmed. The bushes are perfectly shaped and they are walking on a literal yellow brick road. David's like, okay, Christopher, make your fucking joke. And Christopher's like, I would never. That is low-hanging fruit, and I am merely above all that. Anyway, Senna, you must love this place. Where do you keep your flying monkeys? (laughs) And then Senna launches into this fucking monologue, and she's like, that was my favorite movie as a kid. I like how it shifted from black and white into color, and some people are like Toto, and they run off into this brave new world, and other people are like Dorothy, surrounded by all this beautiful color, but whining about Kansas. April is like oh, so we should be thanking you for all this, for dragging us into your world and using us as tools and selling us out to hell. And Senna says, shut up, you silly cow. And everyone's like, ooh. And they watch April get ready to throw down. Senna gets all up in her face and is like, I was down there for hours, face down, watching all those men cry and scream and suffer and waste away and shit themselves and cry for their mothers and scream. And Christopher's like, okay, shut the fuck up. We all have PTSD about this. And Senna keeps going. She says, you were only there for a few hours. I was there for days. I was scared and I screamed and begged and cried and wished I was dead. And all I kept thinking about is you thinking I deserved it. And she's sweating and panting and shaking. And David's like, oh my God, she's just like this. She is human after all. There's hope. And Jaleel's like, nice going, Senna. Nice acting. Very convincing. You made April and Christopher and myself look like assholes. And you got David back on your side. You were fucking good at this. You should teach a class. David thinks he catches a smile on Santa's face, but no, it it couldn't be that. She's one of them.
2: But then he remembers, there were four rubies, not five. Christopher has a major uphill battle on his hands to top the Wizard of Oz bit for me. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very, very solid put-together goof. Also, David, get your shit together.
1: Yeah. Figure it out. You know.
2: F- yeah, figure it out, but I know it's hard when you're, you know, being mind controlled, but figure it out.
0: Figure it out. Fucking embarrassing. Fucking <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so like when are the legs gonna come back to save them in a weird situation? Oh, oh I hope
2: they do. They better. I hope they do.
0: They have to come back.
2: I I I can speak for myself. I won't speak for the two of you. But if somebody if I was in that same leprechaun position, I was like, whoa, 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 you got to pay the tax. And they were like, here's a pair of running tater legs. You want them? I'd be like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, I do.
1: It made perfect sense. He was like, what the fuck would I even do with
0: this? But yeah. I want these. <laughs> My favorite comment he makes is like, I'd, even if I put these in the shed, I'll just hear him walking into the walls all yep, night. It'll keep yep. me up. Yeah. Bag them up. Let's yeah. do this.
3: <laughs> oh my god! I so
1: funny. I loved it.
0: Yep. So good. Such a
2: good bit. Yep. <sighs> so we're in Fairyland now.
0: We are allegedly.
2: Allegedly. The outer, the outer ring of Fairyland. We'll say it because I'm sure it's gonna get weirder. Yeah. The further we go in.
0: Do we think, like, a horse will walk by and change colors as it's walking? Like, how far into Wizard of Oz oh, are we yeah. leaning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 I don't know. Do, 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 do. I don't know. What the ever world?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ever world. It? That's right. Now I've done the, <laughs> yeah. the beginning no, of
0: the just, <laughs> beginning wrong, end correct, middle, <laughs> initial. <laughs> what the ev?
2: What the ev? What the ev? Oh, what the ev actually T-E? sounds good, though. What T? Yeah. What T? Like, what the F doesn't sound broken what enough. What the F, loser Get in, loser. We're going to what the E. <laughs> what what T-E.
0: What T-E. My favorite place. Yeah. That's a leprechaun cosplayer for sure.
2: Which is very, very fitting. A leper cosplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're recording this not quite on St. Patrick's Day. But that's right. On so Patrick's close.
1: Day. It's so close to St. Patrick's Day, within a day of this day.
2: And you know, green. I'm <gasps> wearing green. Yeah. Like, are that's you just
0: line. saying the color green as a yeah. reason?
2: Yeah. You know, green. It's not, it's easy. not easy being yeah, green. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Muppet attack on Alex. <laughs> Take that.
0: I'm 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 upset about the Muppets. <laughs> Like a lot.
1: You need a Muppet Free Zone sign in addition to the goofy Free Zone sign. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Zero days since the Muppets were mentioned.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's a painful calendar that I have to flip back. (laughs) I just, like, I just, I don't understand. I just don't understand what the draw is.
2: I am going to take up wood burning as. A craft like as a hobby Okay. and I'm going to make a wood burn sign that says that and then has little hooks with little wooden numbers so that you can change it from zero to probably always zero. Yeah, i yeah, just, just leave make it on zero. Save yourself the- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It'll be like one night that it'll be like 10pm and I'll be laying in bed and I'll think, wow, Tim hasn't told me about the Muppets today, but instead of changing my sign, I'll just text him and be like, hey... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry something about the Muppets. It's been 22 hours. What are you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I I I I kind of can't wait to see what happens in Fairyland.
0: I'm super excited for this. I I kind yeah. of really hope that it goes kind of hard into Wizard of Oz but then like adds in more fairy shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many leprechauns were in Wizard of Oz?
0: Mm, none?
1: No?
2: Yeah, so we're going to have to deviate Somehow. Right? Like, even if we get a bunch of Wizard of Oz stuff, there's going to have to be more stuff added to it.
0: Yeah. I just, I love a lot more of, like, the fairy stuff. Like, I think Fae stuff is very, very cool to me. Because, like, I I know some of the concepts, but, like, I'm not, like, I don't know enough to be, like, oh, yeah, I can see what's coming. Because I know this, that, and the other. So, I'm very excited to see what, what pops up here. Question
1: involves the two conversations that we just had how do you feel about the dark crystal which is basically muppets but also fairies
2: the dark crystal was the one that had the netflix show yeah that ties it yeah which our watched. friend jay I lee have...
1: wrote the prequel books yeah to
2: that yeah yeah i haven't watched all of the dark crystal or at least if i have i wasn't old enough to retain it yeah and then I haven't watched the Netflix show, so I can't say that I have a full opinion on it.
0: I'm waiting until I read the books first, obviously. So, gotta get on
2: that. Actually, I feel like I need to dive hard into all of it now just so I can read some more J.M. Lee stories. Yeah,
0: honestly, that's it's probably going to be the best part of the whole experience.
2: My friend J.M.
0: <laughs> friend J.M. <laughs> <friend J>. <laughs> we, should, we should all write him a letter when we're together. Aww. About we how much should. we liked his What's book. That? It's cuter when kids do it, but I think we'll make a good we'll make yeah. a good effort.
1: Let's draw pictures.
0: My God, like the crayon pictures of like the horse running through I the. I do,
3: Morgan. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no!
0: You did it to me first. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we? Run into our seven-minute outro like Morgan ran through the desert on the way to save the world. Yes. And the Seder Legs ran into the wall. And the Seder Legs ran into the wall. Perfect. We'll bounce around this outro for a little bit like Seder Legs in a cabin. You know that old (laughs) saying? That old chestnut? Yep. All right. If you would like to tell me where you would stash your Seder Legs, you can do that at anonymousanimores at gmail.com.
2: You know what else they could do at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com? What else could they do? They could email anonymousanimorphs at Uh gmail.com and then they could request whether they would like a what to e audio clip from (laughs) either Alex or Casey and then y'all all all have to do it and I just said that on a podcast so now y'all are stuck there and I hope a ton of people yeah, I hope a ton of people do it. Do it just because it's a great goof, everybody.
0: I will, but you know what? I'm not going to send them who they ask for each time. <laughs> I'm going to send who I want. I think that's funnier.
2: <laughs> Casey, you have to record "what te 75 different times. Yeah, That's what much. I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'll just sit down with Tim and knock those out, and everybody gets Tim. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can request Tim.
2: Oh, I was trying to leave that out. <laughs> oh.
0: You can also request Tim at Anonymous or more Anonymous on Facebook, and you can join our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, where you can tag Tim directly <laughs> to get that voice clip. You can also. <laughs> hit us up on Twitter uh, at Animorphs Anon. also tag in at Remo beware when you want that voice clip uh, or Apple Grant book club or Apple grant cast on Twitter or on Instagram Animorphs Anonymous or Apple grant book club. And you can just again, tag in Remo beware if you want that voice clip. So there you go.
1: You can also get it off of our discord server. You can tag him at two lime on our discord <laughs> server. <laughs> Got him. This has gone horribly around. <laughs> Uh, you will have to contact us to get the link to the Discord, so you might as well just tag him on any of the other things that Alex mentioned, just to save yourself some time, but you can also come to our Discord and hang out with us, so, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Uh, what if you're like, hey, these audio clips, they're great. I have now ordered 86 what-tees, and <laughs> I would like to read something to make my mind not focus on this anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want... To read something that is virtually silent. All of the voices are in your head and none of them say what to eat. They say other things. Um, I, I make a draw webcomic. It's called B You. You can read it for free at B-S I-D-E-Y-O-U-Comic.com. You can read it on topics and Webtoons. Blah. Webtoons. I have forgotten my no, patreon.com slash KCD Studios is where you can go to uh, get early access pages and work at progress pages and help me start making the comic because it's like my favorite thing that I do. And then I'm making it and, and then it, it, it's, it's fun, maybe.
0: I don't know. It's fun for me and it's an incredible comic and you should absolutely support it for so many reasons. And KCD Studios on Patreon. Uh, for $900 a month this month only, if you sign up, you can get Dan and I saying what to E on <laughs> there. And that's it for this month. That's the Slater cast this month. You're welcome.
1: I'll I'll hire somebody to do Slater's voice, and he'll say what to E at, at a certain <laughs> so-
2: And that somebody is probably going to be Dan. Oh. You, don't know,
0: you don't know who it's going to It's not announced yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Dan's gonna listen to this and just be like, when did I agree to any of that?
0: <laughs> Dan has this. never once agreed to a single thing that we've <laughs> signed him up for on this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Other people exist <laughs> that these these two do podcasts with and make good goof elsewhere. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Talk about your other podcasts and save me from myself, please.
2: Horse Girls is a podcast that I do with Jenna and Alex. You can go to horsegirls.club. We also, all of us do late starters with Austin, and that's a ton of fun. And then I know Alex does like seven more podcasts, I think. I don't know. Three of them are like secret. We're not allowed to talk about them. like fight club of podcasts.
0: Club of podcasts. <laughs> so yeah, I'm on some other podcasts. Uh I think the only one we haven't mentioned here that's not so secret is Dungeons of Drake and Beams, which is a D animorphs podcast where we're we're D D and Animorphs and we do roles. They're all bad. <laughs> They're all bad roles.
2: D didn't
0: did
1: an animal D anamorphs.
0: We're doing Dungeons and Dranamorphsing. and uh, yeah, and it's it's a good time. We we do all sorts of wild things. And Jenna's on that show now from Horse Girls, and Nate from our very Discord, where I'm sure he will be requesting a, a what what te, and uh, also Austin, our beloved GM, is is delightfully southern on that podcast, and always. Um, we also do. Fuck, what else? Surprise Attack Book Club, the podcast where no one knows where it's going to be posted or when it's going to be posted. Most of all, the hosts who are very confused and sometimes ignore their calendar events because they were supposed to post the episode yesterday and they didn't. So they will be setting it up tonight after this call to be posted. (laughs) That's right. It's a surprise for fucking everybody. Surprise Attack Book Club. Check it out. Uh, And uh, Soup's Out Sandwich, that's on hiatus, but that's out there and you can listen to it. Uh, What else? What else do I do, man? I think that's maybe it. Uh, Maybe I think maybe that's it. Who's to know? Perfect. We're killing it. What te? What te? What te? Man.